A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC. Well, this is what we'll, we'll, we'll soldier on and we'll get through this today, this podcast, mate, and, and we'll reconvene, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or Friday or something, and we'll uh, have a little loving. How about that? Yeah, that'd be nice. I tell you what, it's nice to hear Charm's voice. He sounds rejuvenated, doesn't he? Because you sound like a miserable prick before he left, and all of a sudden now he's going to lose. Oh, no, no, no. I'm still a miserable prick. <laughs> I just got more energy, that's all. You know what, Jimmy? You need a holiday. What? You come back sounding like him, too. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> Without the kids. I do need a holiday. I need a break. Well, as much as this is great, compelling uh, podcast material, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you go, Jimmy. And, See you, buddy. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the show going yeah, thanks here. Thanks for the call, lads. Thanks for the call. Good luck. Yeah. Now, in fairness to, to Jimmy Brennan here, and you know, we should be honest here, we had it all scheduled for like nine tonight, then it got pushed to 9.30, then we thought that's too late, so we thought, well, let's do it now, 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 and Jimmy's being a dad, so uh, he, he was available today, but just not at this time, but thank you, Jimmy Brennan. It's Freddie Prime, the podcast. Craig's here, and Wong is here, and I'm back. Um, I did miss you fuckers, by the way, a little bit. Um, I did catch up on a couple of the shows on the flight back, uh, Friday show, News and Dubs, fantastic, and, and JC's opening pod on last Wednesday was just hilarious. I really enjoyed that. That was great. He is a talented little fucker, isn't he? He, he, As a ginger, he's maybe the most... Him and Ed Sheeran. I'd put them together. Yeah, and Steve Davis. And Steve Davis, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, you know, it it was great, and I... I hadn't forgotten about Nigel Nigelson, but I just, whenever I hear him, I can't help myself laugh out loud. And I'm not sure Amy, she obviously she wasn't around um, on the show when Nigel had a prominent role on. Thank on God for Prime. that. Yeah, I know. The, the funny well, I think thing we need to bring, we should bring Nigel back though. Don't no, you think? The no. funny thing was how much Craig hated Nigel and how much Danny <laughs> loved Nigel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Like this is Craig would always like it would it would give him give him shock therapy. He needed something to stop. Well, him Nigel had to like Nigel. that more of a sexual attraction to Danny than Craig, so I think I that's think why so. Craig felt a little uh, aggrieved. <laughs> regarding that, but I hadn't heard that that voice for a long time. That's all, and I'm on this plane, quite a bit of turbulence, and I'm just freaking laughing. It was just 
just great. You know, I thought if this plane goes down right now, this bird drops in the sky, I'll be hitting the ground with a smile on my face because of Nigel Nigerson. You must make the voice of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, so what should we talk about today um hearings from canada soccer mm. um antonio conte is apparently on the verge of being fired uh alex mitrovic and marcus silver have been charged with misconduct for the incidents on the weekend of course um harlan scored a hat trick lots to get to some tfc in there as well of course a couple uh, but <laughs> He scored a couple hat tricks. You missed one when he was away. Oh, did I miss one? Probably. Jesus. Yeah, he got one in the Champions League and the FA Cup. That's right. So back-to-back hat tricks, right? Yeah, he's got half as many as Aguero did oh, in wow. his total time wow. that Aguero was there. Isn't that something? And he's got more than every single player combined this season in England as well. Six hat tricks. You know, I didn't watch any football over the last week. I really switched off, but I did catch some scores and I saw that. And, uh, you know, when we were doubting him a couple of weeks ago, thinking, man, it's been a bit of a slow start to 2023 for Haaland. <laughs> he sure as hell answered it, didn't he? He's going to hit 50 in all comps. Easy. He's on 42 right now, isn't he? Um, is he on 42? I think 42 in all competitions, yeah. yeah okay. And he's still in the Champions League and he's still in the FA Cup. He might get 60. Mm. <laughs> he might. He might. Well, there's what, 10? How many games left for uh, in the Prem for City right now? Uh, 10 or 11. 36. Uh, 12 36, left? 38, 12. 30, 12 okay, left. so yeah, he's averaging more than a goal a game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's going to hit 60 just through the Premier League goals. And then he's got Champs League and he's got FA Cup. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. He yeah. is just. You know, his movement and, I mean, that one he, he banged in in the Champions League, I mean, he was just in the right spot every time. And you think, well, he gets a little lucky. And then he, he just he's in the right spot again against Burnley. And then it's like, it's it's unbelievable. And he's just got this desire to score goals like I've never known. Like, he's like Dennis Rodman going for rebounds back in the day. Like, he's just, he's going for it. And he's, he's not got any weaknesses, it doesn't seem. It's like when he when he scores one, you expect him to score another one. He says, "Let's get, let's get that one. Let's broach breach the dam, so to speak." And then you expect two, and then you expect three. I can't remember a player like that, honestly. Outside, let's forget Messi and Ronaldo for a second, right? Just put them over there. But as, a, as an all-out centre forward, Craig in, in the top European league, I just can't remember a player like him who who I expected him to score two or three goals. I mean, Van Nistelrooy was prolific. Henri was prolific, Van Persie. Um, Shevchenko was incredible back in his Milan days. Um, but his numbers are off the charts. Yeah, off the charts. Off the charts. And, you know, when you look at a guy like Alan Shearer, who's got the, the record in the Premier League for goals. For now. For, for now, it's going to last long, isn't it? He, he, I mean, he just can't stop singing his praises either. He's just like, this guy is just incredible. We keep talking about how Harry Kane's going to stick around to get the Shearer record. Harlan might get it before Kane. <laughs> He's going to get a trophy before him, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, I mean, this this Spurs situation, you saw the comments, <laughs> presumably, right? I'm, I'm just reading. Can I read what he said? Yeah. Tottenham's story is this. 20 years, there's this owner, and they've never won something. Why? The fault is 
only for the club or for every manager that stay here. I've seen the managers that Tottenham had on the bench. You risk to disrupt the figure of the manager and to protect the other situation in every moment. So until I God, this, he just went all out, didn't he? He called the players selfish. Yeah, called them selfish. He threw everyone under the bus apart yep. from himself. However, he kind of made a lot of good points, didn't he? Uh, if you're a Spurs fan, what do you say to this? He's right like, in, a mini- be- in, a, in a lot of cases, but he's also to blame for it as well. He's, he's, got, he's got a good squad of players there. So I don't know how the board and ownership get involved in that because as far as I've ever seen, they never do. Not to mention the fact I mean, that so, so this team is apparently falling apart, is crumbling, and the manager is throwing everyone under the bus, right? Well, you know, they are in fourth place in England. It's not as if Spurs have just declined so quickly and rapidly and that they're fine for relegation and the wheels have fallen off. They are in fourth place. For now. In, for now. And, yeah, I, I know. I mean, listen, I, I think they're going to drop now because, as obviously, the players can't play for this guy now, right? I mean, presumably, he's going to be fired at some point in the next day or so, maybe before this podcast finishes. There's lots of reports out there. They've made their decision. They're going to can him, right? He's gone back to Italy, in fact, right now, apparently. Um, wow. But wow. if you're a player, Crape, in that room, and you heard him not just criticize your teammates and yourself, but literally threw a, he threw them under the bus. He said they're all selfish. I don't care. You can't play for him, can you? Well, it's not like you don't – you have to play for yourself, first and foremost. I mean, especially if you're asking me as a goalkeeper, yeah, I'm not going to go play for him. I'm going to go chuck a few in. That's not going to do me any good either. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you play for whoever your manager is. You don't always have to like him. They might not like him before the before all this. You know, I'm sure he's he's rubbed a few up the wrong way, and there's nothing wrong with that either. You don't have to be friends with a manager. I was terrified of a few of mine. <laughs> but you respected them, right? Most of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't honestly think that the being scared shitless of your manager was any, a good thing either. Especially with modern but players. That was, yeah. I mean, back in the day, they used to just bash you and they thought that was the best way to get it out of you. Like, just hammer you like a punch bag. And it didn't work. But that was, Bobby Ferguson is who comes to mind, sort of took over from Bobby Robson. And he was a bad cop. Kind of Bobby Robson was quite clever. He always had the good cop, bad cop situation where he was always the good one. So when things went pear shaped, everybody knew he could, you know, talk to the players. His door was always open. He'd bring them all in, and he would talk to them and oh yeah, calm them all down. Oh yeah, don't worry, don't worry. You know, Fergie, Fergie, and that's okay. He's doing his job. He's doing exactly what he wanted them to do, to get under their skins and rev them up, and yeah. But, but when he when he took over, he forgot to bring in the good cop. Yeah, he just couldn't handle being that number one. Just <laughs> right. the pressure. The pressure, huh? Yeah, John Carver. Remember John Carver though, when he came to Toronto FC? He was mm. another guy that I think struggled being head guy. Like I think the social media and things like that he, he looked out for. And, you know, I think you got to turn that stuff off. And when you're the main guy, it's it's a different different animal altogether. And he found out very quickly. Do you think Conte planned any of this, or was this just he lost his shit? Or because I mean, they, uh, to Sharm's point, you're in fourth place still. You're still part of the Champions League yeah. next year, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's not like you're 
You got pl- much to fight for still. Oh my god, yeah. Right. I-, I think he's been wanting out for a long time. He's never happy. And, and think about I mean, from a tactical standpoint, he's changed nothing. Right. It's not working. In a, I mean, they're, they're the worst team to watch in England. Right. They're the worst. They're awful to watch. And he sticks a three four three, and it just, just doesn't work. I, mean, I know they're fourth, but that's more of a. I think honestly, it's more of a statement of the teams around them than it is perhaps Spurs being a genuine fourth place team. Right? They're not great. They they they, they can They've grind got some out superstars. Some they got some not, superstars, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. to a certain point, Kane's still scoring goals. Without yeah. those goals, what are they doing? You know? Yeah. Um, Sonny hasn't been good at uh-huh. all this year. But they've got there's a good squad, this expensive assembled squad. But he doesn't mm-hmm. change a thing. He just keeps rolling out. It's like a hockey coach rolling out the same lines, same combinations, and expecting them to get better just organically in it. That's it right. hasn't happened. And the last few gaffers have pretty much played the same way as well. Yeah, defensively. Yeah, I mean Mourinho for sure. Yeah, looking for Kane and the Son to do something up front, which they they often do, or or did certainly last year. Not so much this year, but yeah, yeah. So maybe it's maybe it's time to bring Poch back, Pochettino. He's the favorite in the moment to come back, but he knows that club well, right? And he want backing as well. Do the club, do the club want Poch back? Do you need a completely clean slate, a brand new face, new ideas, or do you bring that guy back who did take you to heights, Craig? That mm. Spurs hadn't been in for some time. Yeah, yeah. I would see if they could be interested. Why not? I'd take him back in a second if I'm a Spurs fan. Yeah, I love Pochettino. Could be done by the time we finish this podcast today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Maybe Pal- Palace. What's going on at Palace? Is Roy Hodgson taking that job? There are rumors of him coming back. Were they ready? Mm-hmm. I see. I missed the whole storyline about Vieira. I was surprised when I heard it. Yeah, me mainly too. because we haven't spoken about Palace for about a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, well, they haven't been doing particularly well, that's for sure. But toughest tough games. Players like them. They respect them. The fans had no problems with them. But is Roy yeah. being mentioned as a as the Replacement again? Yeah, coming back at 74 years of age. Don't do it, Roy. Why? Well, I mean, when you're 74, maybe he didn't think he would take another job again, but... I don't know. What are you doing at 74, Craig? Think about fast forward to 74 when you're 74. Isn't that far off? I just told my kids I'm going to move to New Brunswick and become an eel fisherman. Eel? Yeah. Is that a metaphor? Oh, yeah, actually. You know, no, no, no. It's a, it's a real thing. My uh, on the water, we my my family owns a house on Eel River, and uh, they actually do eel like they catch eel there, and they I'd have to get a license, but that's what do I'm you doing. Like eating eel, and I'm podcasting about. I love yeah, eel, obviously. Do you really? How yeah. do you how do you cook it? Well, the, I just ate some at the sushi place. We had unagi. So they, they clean it, they barbecue it, but the, all this eel gets flown over to Japan. Like they... F- from fr- yeah, from, east? They, yep, they freeze it immediately and then really? just fly it over. Yep. I don't mind so, the eel sushi. It's quite nice. Yeah. So that, that's my 74-year-old plan. Okay. Yeah. Pickled and podcasting really popular in England. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Pickled everything is popular in England. Oh, that's true, yeah. Literally everything. What about you, Craig? 74, what are you doing? Are you, are you sitting beside Warrior on, on the perch with your rod yeah, in the river? Yeah, we're doing this. We're going to be like the two fucking old guys in the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get... We'll be like, we'll be like you, Charms, now. Yeah, we'll, we'll miserable. <laughs> miserable, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not miserable. 
I know you're not. No. I don't know where that whole thing came from with me being miserable. Jimmy kind of started it. I never really saw myself as being too miserable. No. <laughs> that Dickio was more miserable than me. Oh, my God, yeah. Danny Danny was definitely miserable. When he'd sit there and he wouldn't even pick up his computer, we'd have to look at him from his <laughs> from his bed. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? You can't even That's get, right, yeah. You wouldn't even get be like, like some getting really a chair. Angle. Like <laughs> Deech, are you are, are you in bed right now? <laughs> and what the fuck if I am? <laughs> no wonder the traveling is just killing him in that league too. They're all over the country. <laughs> Oh, the it TFC is time to get another Dickie yeah. back on here again, isn't it? We should get him back yeah, on we for should. a chat. Yeah. Especially with the startup of USL, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just yeah. have to just to do my job, Statler and Waldorf, to finish the th- thought for you, Gregor. The two old guys are Statler yep. and Waldorf from the Muppets. Yeah. Are the Muppets still a thing? Yeah, they're still around. Hi-ho, uh, Kermit the Frog here. Yeah, we will get a Kermit the yeah. Frog impression. It's yeah. like Schwarzenegger. It's but like Johnny Wark sounded like Kermit the Frog. He'd, say, he'd make his late runs in the box. <laughs> three days ago. John Wark. Yeah. <laughs> really? He could always do three days ago because he was he was such a good player. We were like, everybody was three days behind him because his mind was working so quickly. He's like, yeah, three days ago. It's like, Kermit. Really? I know. Because yeah. he doesn't look like a guy that would have that kind of voice, does he? <laughs> no. Well, when he's screaming at the winger to, or the fullback to whip one in. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of life affirming, right? When someone has a voice like that, when they're such a superstar, such a great, yeah. they've got such great skill. You're like, you can't, yeah. ha- it would be like if Ronaldo all of a sudden started having that high voice. He'd always apologize to the goalie as well, the keepers. Sunny goalie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bit like Beckham, right? You can't have everything, can you? Yes, Beckham. Yeah, he, he hasn't got the Morgan Freeman tones, let's be honest, but he's got everything else going for him. That's yeah. right. Mike Tyson. Right, Jeff Cole. Jeff Cole can't do. He's it. got. He's got the. Yeah, <laughs> Baby J's Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, there were some annoying voices today during the hearings at the Heritage Committee, talking to Canada Soccer, led by by Earl Cochran today. A little bit of different different mood compared to the last time soccer was talked about in that by that committee. Right, I mean they were so they're really targeted. But once again, I mean we were talking about it on, on the dark web, weren't we? And I mean, these people run a country, and they, they've done no research. They're so clueless. No. Was They're anybody clueless. good? I like. Did anyone have a Here clue? And there, your question came in. They just took questions off uh, Rick Westhead's uh, articles. That was it. They didn't do any background, anything. I think one of them maybe have looked at the website to try to find out some information, but they were getting accused of not putting in their paperwork and all their books for the last four or five years or something and i was like whoa no way and earl's on there going uh i'm sorry i don't know what you're talking about we do that we we put every year it's like oh okay Okay, well it's because every allegation every allegation against canada sucker from from rick's articles and he's done yeoman work for this stuff right but that's what you're right that's where they got the information from yeah right and there's it's it's one-sided in many ways when regards right it's coming from the players and they're taking it from that. I thought it was uh Okay, so I didn't get to see it. I read all about it, but I didn't get to see it. So who asked good questions? Who sounded Earl Cochran? Did it, did he have it all together? Was he flustered? What was was there any big moments? 
Mm, well, I, I thought he was pretty good, don't you, Craig? I thought he, he sounded pretty good. He got a bit flustered when talking about CSB because he, he wasn't there when it was signed. He wasn't part of that, right? And he kept saying that, and they kept asking him the same questions, but he wasn't really in a position to really answer their questions regarding that because yeah. he was before was, um, Regarding if the C- CPL folded next year, where does the money go? Where does it, who gets the money? Where's you know all this? And so there's some stuff that he he uh, could get back to them on. But I think that the, the time frame made it difficult for him, and that maybe flustered him a bit because it was like thirty seconds, and by the time he said, you know, Madame Secretary or whoever, that with all this crap that they say beforehand. Every single time, <laughs> twenty seconds were gone. <laughs> he burned at least six minutes just by saying that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's ridiculous. There was a lot, a lot of um, the most frustrating one, well, not the most frustrating part, but one of the frustrations would be just be how they're saying, "Well, we are talking and we're listening to the players, and we have opened up these conversations." Like, yeah, okay, great, we 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 know that, but you know, we're not privy to those conversations, but we want to be privy to them, right? And that's the frustrating part, I think. Yeah. Um, when they started referring to yellow cards and red cards. Oh, Canada Soccer should get a yellow card for that answer. Oh, oh shut up. True. Like, it's true, Dan. They lose all credibility. It's true. Like, just, it's not a fucking podcast. <laughs> so this tell me this. Was it Ill- hearing. Was it illuminating whatsoever? Because what, there was a couple things. I did find it interesting. I just looked up 237 Medcalf. I know exactly where that is in Ottawa. They are 950 meters <laughs> away from Parliament Hill. <laughs> that is literally these guys did a virtual call from less than a kilometer away. Well, Earl was at home, I think. Okay, maybe. Jeez. Okay, you don't think you could go into the office or go a kilometer away? My point is, I did find it interesting that they decided. Oh, after all of the the drama, we're going to take this head on by showing up virtually. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I know. And then the Nick Bontis situation. Really what a, yeah. if if we could illuminate people on that a little bit is there was someone who was harassing him and that person died suddenly the person who was harassing him that's right what, uh, there's a report out there yeah, yeah. so nick allegedly couldn't make it what was supposed to be at these hearings um i think earlier this week said no I, I can't make it for this this reason you know my head's not there basically and who knows yeah. what was going on i know he had been harassed um yeah but, he, but had, he, he had been harassed for sure yeah and his family, his as family well. has been aroused. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that. No, of course not. Ridiculous. But he has been. He will appear though, as will I think they uh, summon Victor Montaliani as well. And yeah. and much of this, even today, was revolving around this CSB. That's the big question, right? And we didn't get answers regarding that, which was frustrating. But there's um, no length of time, though, Sharm. So actually, for anybody to actually you're right, give any not. answers, which once they got into any sort of meat and potatoes of anything, it was like, okay, that's it. Time's up. Move on. Move on, and then somebody else just starts some or ask some stupid question. I, I, it's just yeah. bad interviewing, really. I mean, when, when in his opening statement, I think it was um, Earl Cochran said how the women have actually made a little bit more money than the men between 2012, 2019, and that's interesting, right? But I, I thought one of them would have jumped on that and said, "Well, can you give us any more clarity around that statement?" But it wasn't even mentioned afterwards. And you think um, if you're going to do this, Dan, that you would actually go through a process and doing some research and getting both sides and reading some information, making sure as a government, are these guys filing all their, oh, absolutely. their paperwork? Everything you're saying, asking, for sure. And, and actually accusing them of not putting it in. 
It's like, what the f- like, well, so they were, they were ready to attack anyway, even it's a popular thing to do. But. but even more, Craig, if the three of us were going to do an interview where we need to get to the nuts and bolts and we're a committee, a judicial, almost a judicial committee, right? Trying to get the facts of a national sports organization. Don't you think we would meet first? Well, I should say us, because we would never meet first. No. But. <laughs> well, because it's all partisan, though, right? You had the, the liberals, you got the conservatives. You got but the wouldn't NDP, it be interesting to say, hey, maybe we're, we're you, uh, you know, we're bipartisan, tripartisan, and quadruple partisan in this space. And we're going to ask some questions. So you help build the narrative. Then you jump on the money. And you, you know, just have a plan. So at least there, you're yeah. like, I asked you guys, were you illuminated by anything? And it sounds like no. No. You know, because no, well, well, the, no the funniest part, and I just, I rolled my eyes and it was a laugh, but it was one of those angry laughs um, outside the red card, yellow card, you know, bullshit is when one of those numpties spoke <laughs> about, have you, um, you know, actually done your research to find out what the value of the broadcast rights are, you know, because I mean, Apple just signed MLS to $250 million. <laughs> it's like yeah. holy shit you have no clue about the soccer landscape in this country not even the foggiest and and, and earl i thought actually answered it quite well but i could see inside he was like just saying you have to be kidding me I, we, you know it cost us money to put the game i think on i would if i was Earl, i got to a point where I'd go you know any any of you done any research here like honestly, forget all the the polite stuff. It's like, has anybody done it? And if you if you give me a chance to fucking answer the question, I might be able to tell you. But they time out, time out. Like you know what I mean? Like it was like, oh god, it's just oh governments. You know what I mean? The, the smart people go to the private sector, right? Because that's where the money is. Used to be, sadly. yeah. It's sad. It's sad. I'm sure there are some smart politicians. I'm sure there are. There has to be. I don't know who they are. Yep. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, didn't yeah, illuminating Wonga, I wouldn't say no. that. No. Didn't didn't really however, it will be, I'm sure. If if they get Victor up there and, and Nick Bontis at some point, um, you know, they, they they're being made to really show more transparency now, divulge the numbers. They've asked for those. They've asked for who was on the committee. Right. Who actually um apparently signed off on the CSB deal, although that was kind of very murky. Very was actually, murky. Actually signed off on or not. Um if there was something that I read that sounded a little, I, speaking of what you should have dug into, was the governance around that agreement, right? Where where you say, no, I know it's May 28th, 2018. He was sure of it. And everybody else saying, well, that's not what it says. And this gentleman, uh, is, I forget what his last name is, but he was saying, yes, that's exactly when it happened. So it's interesting to me that it, it's some murky from the beginning it was murky and that's like they're trying to dig around to, to see if there's holes in the agreement yeah. that can be can you can you cancel it as such but i think another mention see. if i was earl i would have said when they mentioned about some soccer united marketing in the states that they thought was a bad deal u.s soccer so they got rid of them after what 25 years and they're going to post losses so you know be careful what you wish for <laughs> and 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 bringing in three million dollars a year is not as easy as it sounds. We have no events here. We don't have anything to build around to make. Well, money we're really. close. Footy Prime's close um, to three million. million the IMG right? deal mm. being around each. <laughs> but you're right, though, Craig. I mean, well, I, I, there is that. I mean, you you speak to people just as I do all the time. Just guys you you meet in the 
street, whatever, and it comes up. And there is a this this belief that there's hundreds of millions of dollars in Canadian soccer out there. And there no. just isn't. Nope. It just isn't. The the one thing I'd like to say though is it is interesting that Earl did say we made some mistakes. And once again, Charms, no one jumped on it and said, Okay, well, you know what? What mistakes did you make? Yeah. Like you Why know did you you know your list. So was it the suits? Was it the divulging of information? Was it the ten-year uh, renewal on the contract? Was it the you know putting it all in that company's hand? Like, tell me yeah, what your mistakes those are. mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Or even when 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 he said he admitted, uh, yeah, you know the the cutting back the women's program this year was a um, a mistake. Essentially, in retrospect, we did it for the right reasons to control costs. But it's like again, I want more information there. Like, well. Where was the money last year then when the men were qualifying? Where, where was that money? You know, um, Dubs was asking, you know, in the dark web about the own the podium money as well. Where did that money go? It's a yeah. lot of money over the course of, you know, any number of years. So, yeah, there's so much. Own the podium are all over that, though. They're very specific where that money goes. And it was directed at the women because at the Olympics and, well, the men don't really have an opportunity to to even qualify usually. So, the women do have a chance to podium, and that was the whole point of you know, on the podium was to support uh, athletes and groups and teams that were going to potentially do that, which they absolutely did, and that money went a long way to helping them and a lot of other athletes too. Mm-hmm. Fantastic for yep. that reason. Yeah. So we'll do it all over again in a few weeks' time, I guess. And the next round of questioning comes, and you know, hopefully this time they don't just half an hour before and Google Canada soccer and see what pops up. Oh, here's some articles. Let's read those base our entire interrogation around that there's this there's this level though that all of a sudden you have the spotlight this would be such a great place for someone to make their name by doing you know 16 hours of of homework of getting deep and like you could have made uh you have all these eyeballs on you and if you are someone who thinks that uh you know national sports organizations we think they're important because we're here talking about it mm-hmm. but this is an opportunity for you as a politician to actually stand out and sound uh not just research but informed and um yeah. you could stand up and say hey i'm doing this for the rest of canada representative and when it's incredible that they no one did that well when they're grilling grocery store owners and fossil fuel companies for you know gouging and these sort of things is it this, as bad as this? Are they, are they as poorly prepared for those type of Great things? Question. Because those things are fucking serious. Yeah. I, I suppose, I mean, this isn't an investigation, right? Now they could, This the next step would be, I'm, listen, I, I don't know how this works. I'm sure someone will tell us <laughs> social media how it works and criticize us for being so naive and ignorant, which we are. Yeah. Um, but can they can they get enough information, have enough concerns through these hearings? to then order an investigation. And at that which point, then you get the, the hard truths and the hard questions, right? Now, that's not public either, though, right? Eventually, they'll make the, uh, the, the findings public. Right. Maybe that, that's the next step. This that's is just kind like, of like this, hockey this Canada shows? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So, please let us know who is listening in. And don't, don't, don't criticize us. We're just yep. um, sporty people, okay? There's not a journalist here, all right? Despite what people might call me sometimes, I'm not. 
Former journalist. Broadcaster. We call you former journalist. <laughs> I, was not, I was never a journalist. <laughs> former broadcaster. You should know better. You're a ju- I'm not a journalist. I've reported on sports. <laughs> Spoke it. This may be a journalist. God damn it, people. Now, now the angry bitter shaman's back. <laughs> yeah. So much for the vacation. <laughs> Can we talk about the uh, other Italian in the house who's getting some play? Yeah. Let's do that. So, uh, Insigne, Lorenzo. Lorenzo? Yeah. Lorenzo Insigne. Um, All of a sudden, it sounds like he's not happy with TFC um, in the Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment fold. And so I put up, um, or I shouldn't say I, the footy prime social media manager put up, are the Insigne rumors true that he wants to basically get out of TFC and go play at Galatasaray, correct? Galatasaray. <laughs> oh, God. Galatasaray. Sorry, I'm all backwards. You're doing so well. Oh, well. Here's here's the results of over 250 people voting. Not even smoke is 35.9. Some smoke, 43.1. And the roof is on fire that it's all true is 21%. So 64% think that at least some of it's true. And he's unhappy and trying to get out. 64% thinks thinks he's kind of on his way or thinking about being on his way. I don't think 15 that would, million that would a year. Me. I know, it but surprise me if he was unhappy, but it does, it would, it, it would surprise me a lot that there's 15 probably million reasons why Galatasaray couldn't afford him. Mm, exactly. Yeah. The Turkish uh, league isn't paying that money. There's a new guy, Galatasaray, is very ambitious, right? And he's throwing money around, but not that kind of money. No chance. Uh, is he frustrated here? Yeah, probably. He probably is, right? I mean, there was issues in the room last year. Um, the team started off poorly. He's injured right now. Obviously, things aren't going great. It's been personal issues as well. Being um, outshone by the other Italian? Well, there's that. This, the rock yeah. star, as Craig called him? <laughs> yeah, he is a rock star, man. He plays that part well. He speaks well too. He's he's interesting when you see him interviewed, right? He speaks from the heart. Yeah, but he I does. He does everything they ask Berndeski him to. We're talking about for those that don't know. Yeah, yes, Berndeski. Mm-hmm. But he does everything they ask him to. You know how you get those reluctant athletes? He's like doing everything. He's speaking. He's like, I'll say this word. What does that mean? Remember they were yeah. doing the what does that mean in English for him? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Like he was. He's great. That dude. He's likable. Yeah. I'm not sure Insigne is likable just yet. He isn't, he isn't, he's not related to the fans just yet, right? He'll get his time. He's a great player. He's not going to be the best player in MLS. He's been hurt this year. Mm-hmm. He needs that moment, right? And then it will be fine. And listen, they won on the weekend against Inter Miami, you know, a decent team. It's early. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm reading some of these opinions after, what, two, three games of the season. I think you do know it's Major League Soccer, right? These games mean nothing right now. They mean nothing. Mm. It's a long summer. Long gonna, summer. They play right through the international stuff too. Is interesting. I wonder why they don't take a break for that. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I mean, there's gonna be a big break though this this upcoming summer with the Gold Cup and that tournament and the pre season of Liga MX. So yeah, this it's a weird. There's not many home games for Toronto during the hot months, which is a real shame. Hey, do you guys think that uh, the fact that Napoli's doing so well would also make them unhappy? Yes. You think a little bit there? <laughs> yeah. He left for this 15 mil in this shittiest winter of all time. You know that we just came through the lowest sunshine in 73 years. 
injury. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they tracks. Like, I am so miserable. <laughs> like I, I am turning into sharps. It is a miserable winter, and this insignia cat hurts his leg, sees his old team yeah. playing better than they played with him, even though they played well with him too. Like this, he's probably having a real hard time. Oh yeah, wasn't it, Craig? When you saying Craig that they they didn't replace him, they replaced Maradona. Yeah, you saying that on Friday, they that was a really good line. Him. <laughs> I know it, it must rub him the wrong way though a little bit. I mean, he was such a proud Napolitan. Nap- Napolitan? Ne- Neapolitan. Ne- Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Yeah. That's ice cream, isn't it? it? I think it's both. Okay. Anyway, he was <laughs> proudly from colors, flavors. Oh, I always I, like I, it. What's yeah. your favorite? I always like the. Uh, I found the strawberry was a nice little surprise in the Neapolitan when you cut in there. Yeah, with the chocolate. It was always the yeah. vanilla that always got like. It basically got left out. Who wants vanilla? Oh, yeah, kind of pushed to the side like this. Yeah, I, like the vanilla. I, I, I like the vanilla. You wow. know what? I, I'm a vanilla guy, given the choice. But when you crack open a box, a, a little thing of uh, Neapolitan, without doubt, the dominant flavors just prevail. And the vanilla just kind of gets pushed to so the side. So wait, you go to a ice cream shop and order a vanilla cone? I'm going after this. I'm taking my daughter to yeah. Dairy Queen. And she'll get her blizzard. Mm-hmm. Right, some fancy mm. schmancy blizzard. I'm getting my vanilla cone, chocolate dip, or just plain. No, 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 no. Soft no. serve, soft. Oh, it's got to be soft serve, mm. and just a vanilla cone. That's all I want. It's basically a metaphor for who you are. Yeah, a vanilla dip. cone and melting, <laughs> melted you know, vanilla you cone. Don't like the, you don't like the chocolate dip? No, you know I find it very awkward to eat. Mm. It's oh, very messy. Good. Yeah, it's messy. All right. Yeah, you got to break through there, right? And I, I mean, I eat this thing pretty quickly usually. Mm. <laughs> Craig, what do, what do you got? You like the vanilla too with the chocolate dip? Oh, yeah. Mm. I do. See, I'm going to go it. with my skin color. Ball. Go with like a butterscotch or a caramel. Yeah, yeah. but you don't get that though in Dairy Queen. No, oh, well. it's, it's only dairy milk. It's only uh, ice milk. It's not even ice cream. That's right. At Dairy Queen? Correct. Is it not? No. Is that why like um, Halliburton? Is it Halliburton Dairies? No. What's it called? The. Uh, Delicious creamy ice cream you get oh. in the summer. You know the one? Yeah. It's not Halliburton. Kawartha? In the... Kawartha Dairies. Kawartha. Oh, yeah. Kawartha Dairies. Very yeah. good. Yeah, that, so that's, good. that's proper ice cream. But it's not soft serve. I like soft serve. Yeah, mm. I know. Me too. I mean, listen, I'm not against a scoop. I like a scoop too, but I've given the choice. I'm going all the time. I'm going, <laughs> oh, I've missed this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't much of a tangent, was it? No, <laughs> really parliamentary awesome. committees to in three moves <laughs> to ice cream in three moves. <laughs> this is our podcast to a T. <laughs> Mitrovic needs a soft. soft oh cone. right. There's a well. I guess it's a, it's a segue. It's not a good one, but it's a segue. <laughs> yep, they got him and him and his gaffer um, charged with misconduct. Could be a long ban, right? For especially for him, especially for shoving the referee, or basically not. He brushed the referee, right? But it was too much. Ten games, you reckon? What do you think? What did Decanio get for? Oh, cock! Yeah, he pushed 10. him over, didn't he? Wasn't it fourteen? It was. It was something like that. And Alcock took out. a dive. The referee took a dive. Oh, that was, was the worst dive ever. <laughs> you guys made me look it up. It was Isn't that it? guy put on a bigger show than friggin' Neymar. 
Oh, it was unbelievable. That's like, funny. honestly, he took five steps backward. Like, it was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Step, 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 went down. But he almost reminded me of Fred Sanford from Sanford and Son. Like, it took that long. <laughs> Come to join you, Elizabeth. Like, it was <laughs> it was horrible. 11 games and a 10. <laughs> so, it was actually, okay, on this day in 1998, Pelo de goes down in infamy, pushing referee Paul Alcock. Who goes down in stages? Because <laughs> it was like a, like a deck chair. You went well. It was eleven steps. You got one game for every yeah, <laughs> eleven games and a ten thousand pound fine. Wow, wow, wow! So what? Pella was, was on about 30, was. 30, 40 thousand pounds a week back then. Yeah, Jeez. massive. So wages. September twenty six. Wow, now it's chump change. <laughs> I'm watching it now. It is the most ridiculous thing. We've got it. I'll, I'll put it out. I'll put it out. He did shove him, I'll and he should get. He shoved him. He should get banned. He should get eleven more than that, probably. He should, but still, Paul Alcock. Oh, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't cover yourself in too much soft serve ice cream. No, they should have given him five games as well. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> brutal but yeah it's too bad though i mean because fulham are playing so well and it's such a great season you lose mitrovic and your manager now for potentially the end of the season or close to it certainly for mitrovic who's so key i mean that yeah. could really derail your season this you're not going down you've done enough now it's fine but uh they were fine for european spots yeah tell you what yeah i mean there's hotheads i mean de Canio was a hothead and you know it would be so after that remember he nobody really wanted to touch Paolo because he, he had a reputation. He was a nut bar, great teammate, but man, it'd be tough to be the manager went with him. So I think yeah. West Ham did get him for about a million quid. I think I've told you guys this before when the ball came over and he hit one like that volley hit against Wimbledon. And like Frank, <laughs> Frank's on the Lampard seniors on the other side of the field, and Frank Harry's like, "Hey Frank, we got ourselves a fucking bargain." <laughs> No kidding. What a player he was for West Ham. What a player he was in jail. I mean, very controversial. You know, don't recommend fascist salutes to too many people. Um, no. But if you remove that side of him, he was a—he was quite a footballer. Pretty special. Yeah. Who's the uh, the hothead of this podcast? Do you think since Dickie left? I'm I'm saying it's Dubs. She can like she can snap. I don't think anyone else could snap on this podcast. Do you? Yeah. No. Jimmy number two. I think. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, but not on the pitch though. He seems Jimmy's like I can see him at a bar snapping, but not yeah. on the pitch though. Yeah. Whereas Dubs, I can see her snapping anywhere. Well, she always yeah. talks about hard tackles. Can see that in a second. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy can fight. You seen him fight? I have seen him fight. <laughs> he can throw them. Yeah. He's got two brothers. I've known him to knock three guys out in one fight okay tell that again you gotta tell this story that's the elevator one right yeah the elevator one they were hammered but so what happened well these guys get in the elevator and they jimmy's on the 60th floor or something and these guys give it the old and they run their fingers down every fucking button so it's gonna stop it would literally take an hour like you're gonna stop on every floor so Jim, Jimmy's in there with, <laughs> with Jen. And anyway, long story short, they end up falling out on one of the floors when the door opened and <laughs> fighting. And Jimmy knocks them all out. 
and then they decide, well, we're not going to get an elevator. So let's go to the stairs. And then halfway up the stairs, they're like, oh, shit. Jimmy's like, I, th- I think I've dropped my keys and all the melee. So you guys have to go back down there again. And one, two guys are still lying out, but one guy wanted another go. So they had to lay him out again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It could be the muscle for uh, Footy Prime when we uh, overstep our, our boundaries when we're out. In public, which could happen quite easily, actually, especially if one are yapping away. Oh yeah, I like, saying things you shouldn't say. I always say oh. things that he shouldn't say. Jim, How about this for Jimmy, Wong? Or we never uh, get in a fight. He couldn't get into a fight. He's too. He smiles. No, but he, he could piss. He could piss people off. Though. Oh yeah. yeah, he's the funnest guy though when you go out. Oh no, he's good. Steve Chang's amazing. I love Steve Chang. <laughs> yeah, but I can see if someone's just overhearing what's being said out of context, mm. they, they could take offense. Mm. And that's their own fault. You know, like, don't listen. That's not your conversation. But I can see how that can happen. Yeah, I would say people have taken offense to things I've said, <laughs> <laughs> and I've basically gone, "Hey, let's let's try and be friends. Why don't we be friends?" Well, it's only when you've had twenty six ounces. <laughs> yeah, only then. Um, yeah. Speaking of only then, and this is a bad segue too, that Canadian MLS teams this week end. Wow. I know we were just talking Insigne, but TFC impressed. Montreal mm. came back, scored with mm-hmm. like whatever. Was it penalty time? Well, and I also saw Patrice Bernier tweeted something that was interesting because one of the, I didn't see the, the, the game and one of the goals went to VAR and it was given offside and the VAR angle clearly didn't see the guy by the corner flag who was marking on the corner like he was right on the line so something was really awry there but anyway they they got the result and good for them and toronto and vancouver with a, a decent draw themselves although they need a win but that's a decent result so yeah good good for any of these games so i can't add anything i'm afraid but i will watch the highlights it's on my list lots going on yeah, lots going on. Well, your lots FA Cup too was sensational to watch at least seeing the teams who are going to be in the semifinals, right? Sheffield United in the semifinals is fantastic yeah. for them. Nice trip yep. to uh, to Wembley. They're playing oh, City, aren't they? Yeah. The semifinals yeah. are there now, yeah. So it could be an all-Manchester. I mean, if, if it goes according to form, it's be an all-Manchester FA Cup. Which would be sensational, no? Like, kind of fun. It'll be fun, I suppose, yeah. Well, they don't play it. <laughs> they don't... Craig's face there, like, hey, kind of. But... The worst thing is, is, and I, I always bring it up, is in tennis. When one of these quarterfinal guys knocks out a top guy and then he goes on and gets his gets killed like three sets straight, 6-1, 6-1, 6-1. So I always, I'm afraid of one of these Cinderella teams getting to the FA Cup final and then laying an egg at Wembley. That's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that... You're like, hey, I'm waiting for something fun, like exciting and competitive, and it's a four nil game, you know, because mm-hmm. the pace is just too much for these lower teams. Even though that's the exciting thing about the FA Cup, I get it, but it usually means yeah. the bigger teams come out and crush. No, yeah, okay, it does usually. You're right. Yeah, you want to see a competitive match, and if it's a derby, then there's going to be a little bit of extras in there, right? Which you don't generally get in cup finals. Usually they're kind of a little bit sanitized, aren't they? Let's be honest. You don't get too many classics. 
I mean, I remember, remember the last uh, MLS Cup final. We're saying that's probably the best final we've seen for a very long time mm. in any competition. Right? It was brilliant. I mean, yeah. the World Cup was pretty good in fairness as well. Recent history might not support that argument, Wonga, but I think you're right. <laughs> you are right, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, shall we say farewell? Unless there's any, was there anything else you wanted to hit, Craiger? Uh, national team. Away. I guess the, line, the squad is out for their national team. There oh, that's a, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is a, a lot of surprises there in the lineup. No retirements yet. Eh? <laughs> we were kind of expecting some some high profile oh, yeah. retirements. Atiba's still uh, lacing them up. I hope he just you know, get that home game. Let the fans adore him. Then maybe he steps aside. Who knows? Who knows? You know, and the, the third goalkeeper, Tom McGill, is coming in from Brighton and Hove Albion. He's 22 years of age and played for the England U-17s and sort of bouncing around playing for Crawley Town sort of in the fourth tier. So kind of the similar route to what I did with Colchester being pretty close to Ipswich, just going down the road. But he, he hasn't made any first-team appearances or anything like that yet. Oh, maybe we've got the new Craig Forrest. How exciting would that be? Mm-hmm. We're going to start pumping him as Miguel, the new Craig Forrest. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Better get going. He's 22. I'd already played 150 games by then. Well, yes. <laughs> Look at that. Look yeah. that brag. Kind of boy uh, brag. After that, it all went freaking downhill. But anyway. <laughs> I bet you maybe still got four. two balls. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, you listen, in 40 years' time, maybe he's hosting a podcast. Like I said, I stole my soul somewhere. I was like, yeah. Somebody asked me, would you give up a ball for playing in the Premier League? And I said, sure. Whip it off. Yep. It wasn't your soul you sold. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my soul. <laughs> no, I wouldn't get rid of that. <laughs> all right well listen you, uh, the other one, uh, too, if you want <laughs> oh, you can geez. bet in all these games the international breaks coming up you can bet in all these games and North star bets of course <laughs> and it's a week break for the prem or 10 days whatever but when it reconvenes you can catch all the premier league games of course on fubo tv <laughs> right wonga yeah fubo tv.com slash footy prime to subscribe and right now it's saved 20 percent on your first three months so. this is it yeah, and guess what? There's what three months. Well, we're into almost it's, into. It April, would be the perfect actually. time it, to yeah. to maximize to optimize your viewing. Mm-hmm. You get right to the end of the season if you if you subscribe now. That's right. That's right. You get national well. team games on there too, which is uh, yeah. You're getting Nations Cup. I mean, I this 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 is like the the games that Canada the matches that Canada has right now. This is the basically the qualifying for the Gold Cup, correct? Is that why they're so important? Um, well, I think it's for the Copa America, isn't it? Like more so? Oh, for... Copa America. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they need a point to get to the next phase of the Nations Cup, which the final will be yeah. in Vegas, by the way. Right. Let's and go. then, yeah, then that, I think the semifinalists qualify for Copa. Okay. Right. Something along those lines. I've got it written down somewhere. All right. So they, they, these really do matter. And um, as well as... It's kind of too bad, though. They keep having they play Concacaf teams, you know, because like yeah, I know. this group really needs to get into playing teams from other confederations. Curacao and Honduras, and Honduras, of course, on the twenty eighth. Yep. Right. Yeah. And we're going to be uh, there. Field. Be tell. there. And, and yep. please, if you've been okay, let's not get angry yet. All right. It should be. It could be a packed house, and it should be a packed house. If you 
I've been yapping about Canada's soccer and the World Cup was brilliant and oh yeah, oh, we love Fonzie, he's the best. Oh, and oh, Atiba, oh, you're a national treasure. Right? <laughs> Buy a fucking ticket. Buy a ticket. Go to the game. Go to the game. Just talk. Yep. Right? It's easy to say I couldn't go to Qatar. I get that. That's fair enough, right? Stay home, watch it on TV. It's Qatar. I get that. But now you can actually support your team in Toronto if you live in the vicinity. All right? So just do that. Yeah. Okay? And a nice full stadium, which prevents us from coming on this platform and whining about why the stadium wasn't full. People are going to go, well, I didn't know the game was on. That could be an issue. Although we've got live TV today, essentially. Live TV for Canada soccer, didn't we? We did. Live, live streaming anyway. And it's compelling. As compelling as this podcast has ever been. I, I don't know. If Heritage it, Committee. I don't know if compelling is the word, but entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> I think contemptible. I think you rolled your eyes a few times. <laughs> right. Just, There's a lot of C words we could were. use, actually, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, are we going to come back tomorrow or, or wait till Friday? Wednesday. Wednesday. It's only Monday. Oh, shit. It's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Monday. So Wednesday. Friday. Friday. Yeah, Wednesday. We'll do a Sunday pod for a day late. Kind of. That's right. We needed to wait for that. We need to wait for the committee. I'm happy to be back, and I missed you all so, so very much. Didn't think about you once. Keep buying newspapers. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Oh, let's go. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Because it's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.